today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Many people have been concerned uh, about crossing the border since uh, the new administration down there. And is it more difficult and what have you? I, I crossed uh, my son and I just uh, a few weeks ago uh, to go see the Snow Buffalo Bills game uh, when they played Indianapolis. And again, you know, it, to me, it didn't seem any different than what it normally did, other than we're always carrying passports now where we never used to do that. It was just a birth certificate and so on. And I have no problem with that. Other than, you know, like us, we don't travel a lot. And then all of a sudden, oh, the family's got to go get new passports and it's a huge uh, expense. Uh, that being said, uh, other than that, I, you know, I haven't seen any other difference. But then again, I'm not doing it on a regular basis. Uh, so now uh, new information is coming forward uh, forward on uh, changes and what border, car- border guards can and can't do. Uh, specifically U.S. border guards, can security guards at the U.S. border search your phone? A new policy in the United States allows customs agents to examine cell phones of travelers. What do we know or should we know uh, as Canadians moving forward? Let's bring in Timothy Golden. He is U.S. Practice Director, uh, Green and Spiegel, an immigration law firm, and is with us now. Timothy, thanks for taking the time to join us. We appreciate this. Oh, thanks for having me, Scott. So has 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 it changed for Canadians who are going over for a weekend or going to see a Bills game or shopping or whatever? Is, is there something else we should know when crossing? Well, I mean, I think definitely, Scott, just because of the prevalence of uh, electronic devices in all of our lives, it really has increased somewhat. But uh, this has been sort of on the books and been a discussion point for guys at the border, U.S. Customs and Border Protection, since 2009. That's when they first came out with uh, just sort of guidance on electronic devices. And I think for any traveler, you just got to kind of think about it as a, uh, as a suitcase. I mean, when you're coming in, you're, you're carrying a briefcase. They have the right, CBP has the authority, to inspect and examine all individuals and merchandise entering or departing the United States. And that's been, you know, it's been on the books for a while. That's been, uh, you know, Supreme Court has always supported that for a long time, the ability for those officers on, in, on behalf of the U.S. government to inspect everything that's coming through. And, uh, you know, I think a big distinction there is they're never going to detain a U.S. citizen who wants to come in, but they can detain their advice, their, excuse me, their device. Uh, um, and Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. And then a non-citizen, however, can always be detained at the border and disallowed entry, but their device and their, themselves can be de- detained as well. Uh, you compared it to a suitcase. Uh, I know you can tell a lot from a purple's, uh, person's underwear, I guess, yeah. but you certainly don't get all the personal information out of that. Correct, yeah. So uh, what to those that say, hey, it's not a suitcase. There's a lot of stuff in there that, that that's dear to me. So when we're crossing, how do we react if they say, let me see your device? Well, I mean, I think the big, the big thing, and that's the distinction that's really arisen, you, you talk about you know, sort of the new developments on it. And I think it comes in large part from uh, Customs and Border Protection, identifying a key piece, which kept this very foggy for a long time, which is that they can't pull anything out of the cloud. So you've got a little bit of control there, right. the ability to make sure that your device doesn't have anything that's incriminating or you know, something that uh, is of personal nature. And you know, I, I think the advice, because of the fact that you know, the, the ease by which, with a swipe of a finger, you're pulling everything out of the cloud, when you've got that device before you're handing it over, you know, obviously in, in comparison again to that, uh, uh, to that briefcase or that uh, suitcase, you've got to give them your passcode to enter into the device, but you hand it over to them and you put it, you know, or, or have it in advance in airplane mode. Right. And when you're handing it over to them, they're just like your papers, kind of going through it, you know, emails that ha- might have an issue. But those things like Facebook, like Twitter, 
whatever's on there, you know, get rid of the app, get rid of Facebook if you don't want them looking at that. And just to, you know, give you an overview, and this is a quote from them directly, this affects less than one hundredth of one percent of travelers entering into the United States. Right. Now, those, those, those are their numbers, but, um, you know, this is not something that's going to, you know, have real prevalence, I don't think, unless there's real suspicion, but that suspicion would be for the individual. And again, distinction between U.S. citizen entering, you're not going to detain a U.S. citizen, but anybody who's coming into the United States has got to make that argument. And if you're going to the, the Bills game, why, when are you going to be returning? And, uh, you know, what's the purpose of your visit? Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.